Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Thanks for joining Martha and I today on I Work For Him we broadcast all over Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 and FM 102.1, but across the world on letstalkfaith.com and iheartradio.com and also to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Stitcher, Google Play Music and Stitcher. I do that all the time. Just however you hear the show today, just know that we've prayed for you. Just know that we have prayed that something we say today will cause you to dig deeper into your faith, dig deeper into connecting what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your nine to five, dig deeper into recognizing that your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. You know, I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way, but the workplace is a very different place for women than it is for men. And of course, we all know that God created women very different from men. He took a lot more out of Adam than just the rib, if you know what I mean. Women experience different emotions, have different God-placed overarching qualities about them. There are so many differences, yet so often we try to treat men and women the same in the workplace. Where are the resources for the women in the workplace to learn how to connect their faith and their work? Because you realize that over 55% of the women, no, I'm about to say this, wow, how about I just got to back off that caffeine punch? 55% of the workplace is occupied by women. They're really the driving force behind the economy today and the economic growth of today right here in the United States and beyond. Today, we're going to talk with one of the foremost leading women in the faith and work movement. She's she's dedicated to discipling women in their workplace. Diane Patterson's been on the show before. She's a former executive and has now dedicated her life to lifting up and encouraging and equipping women in their workplaces. She's written a new book that we're going to talk about today, but we're also going to talk about her incredible ministry, fourwordwomen.com. That's the number four word, women.com. Diane Patterson, thanks for being back on I Work For Him with Martha and I. Jim and Martha, it's great to be on. Thank you so much. We have, oh, well, we're so glad to have you with us today, and I can hardly wait to talk about your new book. We've waited. We've, I mean, I, I got to tell you, Diane, I have told so <laughs> many people about Forward Women, and I have told so many people that said, we need a national faith and work organization for women. And, and I'm like, Diane Patterson, she's got the model. We've got to get it multiplied. We've got to get it multiplied. We've got to get it multiplied. Diane, how has God been moving in your life to expand the ministry of forward women? Well, it's been amazing. Um, Since I got to speak with you a year and a half ago, and Jim and Martha, it's actually forwardwomen.org. That's my fault. Sorry about that. On the end, no problem. Yes. Um, But uh, we are really committed to grow a global community of Christian women in the workplace. Why? So we can help those women reach their God-given potential with confidence so that they can share Christ's love wherever they are. And these are real, passionate, faithful women that want to be in community, and we do that three ways. 
we think of a funnel, and the big wide mouth of the funnel is our digital platform. We have about 120,000 women that are coming through our digital platform. We have local groups now in 22 U.S. cities and one international. And then you come down the funnel to the neck of the funnel, we have a mentor program that over 300 women will have graduated from this year where we see just transformation in their lives. So we just feel really blessed that God called me and the team um, to lead this ministry called ForwardWomen.org today. We're just blessed to be able to do it. Well, let's just talk a little bit about your background. How did this, where did this idea come from? Because you've got an extensive business background. How did the Lord lead you to ministering to women in their workplaces? Well, I was in the executive team of two Fortune 500 and one Fortune 1000 company. And in each of those companies, I was the only woman in the C-suite. So I said, why aren't there other women here with me? Because there's other women that are just as smart or smarter and work just as hard. And I just felt like one of the things I really needed to help women with was their confidence and knowing that their confidence confidence only comes from our Lord and their support system around them, their relationships and their family. And so as I started exploring it, and I saw that there were three major demographic shifts that had happened in my lifetime. The percent of women in the workplace, which you mentioned, Jim, mm-hmm. uh, the percent of advanced degrees going to women today, and the percent of women where they're the primary breadwinner of their family. And all those had moved like 30 percentage points, but no workplace was thinking about it. And not many churches were thinking about it, and they really needed someone to come alongside with a focus to really be able to help them think differently about this really important audience. So how did the Lord prompt you to make that help make that happen? Well, you know, it's so funny. I mean, sometimes you look back and you go, man, he is amazing because I would have never thought that would have moved me here. But I went mm-hmm. to my last company I worked for, Prologis. We went through the 2008-2009, as you know, was a horrific, and yes. we were a owner, developer, and manager of commercial real estate, and we had lots of debt. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> great business to be in in 2008-9. Exactly, and I always say, you know, I arrived, and my arrival was indirectly related to uh, the growth in the stock price. It actually plummeted to uh, $12 a share from $60 a share within the first five months. And three months later, the CEO and I just said, you know what, this isn't working because you live in Dallas and we're headquartered in Denver. And I wanted to prioritize my family and it wasn't going to be able to happen in this middle of this craziness. And so I said, God, what do you want me to do now? And this is, you know, sometimes he just uses a stage in our life where uh, we didn't expect and really bring something beautiful to it. So mm-hmm. I just feel blessed that I went through that and had the chance to do this. Now, I well, get, I'm just going to jump in here. The last time we had you on the show, Diane Patterson, and with Four Word Women, which is fourwordwomen.org, you had three cities. You were in three cities. How did the Lord take it and run to 22 cities and then international in the last year and a half? That has, that's an incredible ride. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really because 
women in the workplace really want to be in an authentic community with other women who are like them. And so you get started in Portland and Dallas, and then women move out of Portland and Dallas, and they move to another city, and they say, okay, I need forward here because I don't have this community. And so as it grows, it just snowballs, and we actually have – we just finished our team call. We actually have 12 cities that are waiting to launch next year already. That is amazing. I am so excited to hear that. And you, that's one of the things I remember, and we will eventually talk about your book, but you know, it's (laughs) exciting to talk about what, you know, the umbrella of everything that you have going on. Um, If I remember correctly, you guys actually help with that whole process, getting somebody set up in a city. Isn't that correct? Yes. So, um, you know, we're, what we try to do is do everything we can to be everything behind the scenes so mm-hmm. you don't have to have uh, a reservation system. You don't have to do your own count, accounting or legal. And I guess that's my background being a COO. That's the things I know how to do. Right. And we just really want our women in the cities to do two key things. One, figure out what's a good time and place to gather these women. Mm -hmm. And second, most importantly, build relationships with them. Right. And relationships are so important for women. Not that men don't like relationships, but for a woman, for a woman, for women around the world, they breathe relationships. It is something that that helps them be fueled. And I just am so excited that forwardwomen.org is exploding. That's exciting. This is an organization you need to check out. Forwardwomen.org. Martha. Well, yeah. And you know what I would just add to that, not just speaking to the women, but since there is more women than men in the workplace, more than likely everybody listening works with a woman in one, you know, form or another. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So, um, you know, we're just very um, much wanting for people to check it out, whether it's for themselves, for their boss, for um, a family member, the spouse, whatever it might be, because as you've heard about the growth, that is, you know, just an example of how much this is needed. And we're so excited about that. So Diane, Jim was baiting you to, you know, be ready with all these cities. And um, we just, you know, I'm excited to hear where uh, I keep seeing it on your website and on your blogs and stuff like that, talking about all the cities where um, you are expanding and starting things. So Jim, you wanted to List, do that now? Let's see. Let's hear first the 22 cities that you're in right now. Okay, great. So go from West Coast to East Coast. We're in Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Orange County, San Diego, Phoenix. We're in Tulsa and Norman, Oklahoma, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Southlake, and Houston, Texas, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, New York City, Philadelphia, we're in two churches with groups, one at New Song in Oklahoma City and one at um, Forest Hills Baptist Church in Nashville. We have an affiliate with J4 Leaders in Orlando, and our 23rd city is Okinawa, Japan. That's wow. so awesome. Wow, Martha's dad served in Okinawa. That is cool yeah. to see the Lord come back there. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
And, and really, I mean, I understand this, and we talk about it on the air all the time. There's such a desperate need for a faith and work-focused ministry that touches the lives of women, because, Diane, I'm sure you can echo this, women have, well, they have specific needs that, you know, being in a group with a bunch of men, that just doesn't get met. Women actually experience the workplace differently than men do, don't they? Exactly. They're juggling lots of plates, and we want to help them know they're not alone in doing that. All right, so then the 12 cities to come, the 12 cities in waiting. Yes, we've got 12 cities in waiting. So it's Denver, Colorado Springs, Springfield, Missouri, Detroit, Chesapeake, Virginia, Saratoga Springs, New York, Tampa, your city, (gasps) Minneapolis, Charlotte, Washington, D.C., Boston, and Little Rock, Arkansas. Nice. And I heard Minneapolis in there. I love that. And when you're ready, you know, we got lots of people we know up there between Tampa and Minneapolis. Those are places we know tons of people. I think it's so exciting. I am so glad that the Lord has just said, okay, Diane, you're ready. Now let's go. I think that's fantastic. Next time we have you on the air, my goal is to have you have in 300 cities. And then the next time, a thousand that's cities. That's your goal, Jim? That's my goal. It about is, God, right? Uh, well, I will, we'll, let, we'll find out what God wants to do. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's so great. Martha, run with it. Okay, so one of the things that um, I'm going to, before we talk about your new book, I want to make sure that people, as we've been talking about Forward Women, that they understand the scope of wh- what women it might be for. Um, do they have to all be CEOs of companies in order to participate in Forward Women? Yeah, Martha, such a great question. And I am going to give one email address before we go to that. So if anybody's interested in joining any Uh of those groups I mentioned or want to start one in your city, just email us at hello at forwardwomen.org. So we can get get you involved and and, uh, get this started. Um, But as far as the, the... women that are involved, we wanted to be a ministry that really took advantage of what, um, you know, we read biblically, biblically is Mm -hmm. just the intergenerational benefits of having a group that it is from when you graduate from college to when you decide you don't want to be a part of it anymore. Mm. I actually have a 92-year-old mentor, and she's amazing. And every once in a while, Norma will actually come to one of our gatherings. So, And she had an amazing role in the workplace. Um, So it's a very broad audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, 70% are between 35 and 55. 70% are married, 50% have kids, but that's just giving you a general, I mean, we're from out of school till when you decide you don't want to be a part of it anymore. So, so really boils down to being a woman and being in the, in some form of work or interested in learning about how that is a part of their faith. Yes. All right, so I, I got a question before we get into your book too, and I know we keep baiting this. We're talking, we're talking with Diane Pattison today from fourwordwomen.org. That's the number four wordwomen.org, a phenomenal organization that is t- talking to you, the ladies of America, about how to connect your faith and your work. Diane, when you looked at your life in the corporate world, and and you had some incredible roles with some incredible companies, what was the biggest thing you needed? 
as a, a Christ following women, as a Christ following woman executive, that you help people get in forward women? So, in my 40s, and the first book I wrote was Work, Love, Pray, that you interviewed mm-hmm. me about a year and a half ago. But I told the story of I gathered four other women that were in the workplace that had been married or were still married and had children because I knew we could connect around every aspect of our life. And we met every three weeks at this restaurant, and we were like that group of um, sisters that you basically had the blood oath that you would leave there and not say a word about what you mm-hmm. shared with each other or learn from each other. And that was when I knew that there's something to this because we shared things that, you know, I couldn't share with anyone else or I would have been charged with SEC violations and <laughs> things like that. So um, it's just a I mean, having that authentic, trusting community was amazing. And and that's such a great encouragement for other women that are thinking that they're missing something or they're needing something, and that this is um, an opportunity that you've already honed in and, and created and um, really worked out the kinks and allowing it to just grow nationally. So, Diane, we have been teasing everybody about this new book. And I'm glad you brought up your other book because if people want to know about your backstory and learn about what God did um, really um, in your life that led you to this place, it's it, your book is called Work, Love, Pray. And I would encourage women to go out and get a copy of that. So your new book, which is called Be Refreshed, A Year of Devotions for Women in the Workplace. What led you to write this book? Well, you know, I... I say so many things in Forward's journey has been miraculous, and this was miraculous. Mm -hmm. It was in January. I got a phone call from a friend that I was involved with because I serve on the National Board of the Salvation Army, and she said, hey, I work for this publisher now, and Broad Street Mm -hmm. would like you to put together a devotional for women in the workplace. And that's actually how it started. You know, what's really funny is um, I did not know that, but I circled the name Broad Street on my paper to make sure that I brought it up because I, they are doing some amazing things for people in the workplace. And um, I think they see this need. So I'm, I'm excited. That's neat to hear that they actually saw the need and looked for somebody to fill that. So, so when they said that, were you immediately on board or did you, uh, you know, what were your feelings? Yeah. Well, you know, of course I was excited. I uh-huh. knew there was a need, and um, I asked them to go ahead and send me some of their devotionals, and then we could have a call about it, because I wanted to, of course, get my team on board and make sure everybody was ready to move forward. And um, when I got the devotionals, they were 30 to 40 minutes. Mm. And when we got on our next call, I said, Carlton and David, I don't know if you're going to want to do this with us. And they said, why is that? And I said, our women have five minutes. They have five minutes to be in Scripture, apply it to their life, get off to work. And the great thing about Broad Street was they said, we can do that. So they were very amenable to our Mm. coaching uh, about what a woman in the workplace could actually 
have the opportunity to do before they had the frantic get off to work. You know, you hear the common theme. We both have the number four in our website because we didn't want to spell out F-O-R. So so people can remember that if they can remember ours has a number, yours has a number. You know, I was thinking about this book and um, what a perfect time of year for it to be available on the shelves for people to pick up because we start to think about gifts, whether it's for someone in your family, whether it's for coworkers and bosses or um, a sister-in-law or a hostess gift, gift when you're going to someone's house or for some gathering. I just think this is the perfect thing because it's no one has anything like this at this point. And so it's something that every woman could use. It wouldn't even be intimidating if you don't necessarily know where their walk is with the Lord to be able to say, you know, here's just something you can read every day. And who knows where that will where that will take conversation. So I just want to encourage our listeners, um, if they don't get one of the free copies that we give away today, that they make an effort to make this a part of their gift giving for Christmas. Now, Diane, can they get a copy on your website for forwardwomen.org? They can, and they can even ask for an autographed copy or a personalized copy. So we oh. we can um, do it in three different flavors, however they would like As it. As only a woman can do, you make it personalized and sweet and sensitive. I love that. Boy. That's great. Personalizing it really adds a special touch because people know then that you aren't re-gifting. You aren't, you know, just saying, oh, I happen to have this. No, you ordered that <laughs> on purpose for somebody and made it very special. So Are you saying I there's like something that. wrong with re-gifting? No, there's nothing wrong with that, it. But this Your makes Christmas it just, present might be a re-gift. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. We're, we don't even need to go there. <laughs> so I, um, so what are some of the unique topics that you talk about in this devotional dynamic? Yeah. Well, I love the way Jordan, and she she is one of my teammates and just okay. is amazing project manager, but she organized it in a way, number one, not to make a woman in the workplace feel guilty, and you'll see that there are no dates. Yes. So if you're on a work trip and you're gone for three days and you don't have room or time, you just put the little ribbon where you left off and you start again. And so you don't have to feel guilty because you haven't kept up with the calendar. Um, And then she organized it also in topics. So we have one of Joanna Gaines's designers, one of her first designers, Laura Stafford of Mm -hmm. uh, Fixer Upper, Mm -hmm. Magnolia Homes, and she wrote about restoration. Um, and how uh, she is drawn to restoration and uh, had a verse in Daniel that she um, shared the scripture. And uh, we have all different topics. And as you would know, that there's some very hot topics among women in the workplace, and some of them are around taking care of parents, taking mm-hmm. care of children, um, Focusing on your spouse, if you're married, we have a lot of um, women in the workplace. I don't know if you know this, but 51% of adult women are single today. So, you know, what is it like to be single past 30? And fertility is a big issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we all have handling the unexpected. Mm. So we have many different topics that um, our writers 
wrote about the experiences that they had in Scripture that really helped them through that time or encouraged them um, as they went through it. So as we were talking, you were talking about the format and the fact that it's not dated, but there's enough weeks to get you through a year, correct? Yes. And then at the end of every, you have Monday through Friday, and then you have a weekend section. Yes. Which is the reflect and refresh. And tell tell our listeners what that is, purpose is. Well, we just know that women in the workplace, um, they're used to getting things done. And... Um, <laughs> Once they read five, they want to say, okay, so how do I apply this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do I go to God in prayer and really bring this to, into my life and let the Holy Spirit speak to me? And so that's why we really wanted to save a couple days for them to actually really apply it and be prayerful about what they read the five previous days. So a couple examples of that for people, um, I'm just going to let them hear this on the reflect and refresh, this page that I pulled out. It says, how do you make, how did you make your relationship with God a priority this week? So really that's almost like an accountability partner question. And a lot of us don't have that in our lives. So really it's checking ourselves and saying, how did I make my relationship with God a priority this week? And then it asks, which areas of your life do you need to rethink against God? God's priorities? And are you a good steward of the time that God has granted you? Why or why not? And I love that you recap it this way, because, you know, in one week, we can, we can very easily get off task. And if we check ourselves and say, okay, I'm going to start off again better this week, you know, start off better today. Women appreciate that very much, because we don't feel like a failure. We just say, okay, what can I do differently? And then um, there's a prayer to help people with that perspective. So that gives people an idea of what Monday through Friday looks like and then the weekend. And um, so I hope that that, I think it's very intriguing. And I love the fact that you've taken away some of that guilt factor. But hopefully people can find that five minutes, keep this on their desk, you know, when they just need to step away from their computer for a minute or um, however they may be able to fit that into their day. Diane, let me just ask you a question. So how, you know, Martha just mentioned accountability. How has accountability played a role in your life as an executive and today as the director of a ministry? Well, you know, we have a team call every month, which we just had this morning. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all try to put down what our goals are, and then we report on those goals, and then we go forward, and we do it all in a very um, loving way. And, I mean, there was something today we said, well, you know, now is not the time. Let's shift that to January. And I think when you have other people that are walking beside you, and I used a very work professional example, but even in, um, I'll tell you, one of my big, my big issues is rest. And I have <laughs> learned that um, if I don't really take time to rest in the Lord. I don't really hear exactly where he wants me to go, and I have a wonderful accountability coach that makes sure that I take one full day and don't work on forward. So it's just really great to have those people in your life that hold you accountable for different things that you need to be focused on um, in order to be to reach your God-given potential. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 
So, Great encouragement. Uh, you know, uh, sorry, Martha, were you going to yeah. ask a question? Go ahead. Okay, so Diane, a lot of guys are listening today too going, okay, should I be getting this book for my wife? I mean, are there really issues in the workplace that women deal with differently than men? Well, what is it that you've seen that, that prompted you not only to write this devotional, but to start Forward Women? Well, I think, you know, some of the different things I see, number one is confidence, and that was really, we even put it in our mission statement, because I had times when I was filling positions, and big positions, Mm -hmm. that I would go to a woman and say, you're the perfect person for this role, and they'd say, really? I mean, and they were usually more qualified than the men that would come to me and say they wanted that role. And I just think there's a lot of work we can do to help women understand their gifting and how they need to use that gifting. And God gave it to them for a reason to serve others and to serve Him. And you can do that in the workplace. And so, you know, confidence is one I saw a lot. Um, I think the other is just when you're in the workplace, especially when you're in the workplace and you're not in the majority of those that are sitting around the table, you need to learn how to think about how you can speak so they will hear you. And that's a lot of what we try to help women with. <laughs> okay, so you mean black and white, cut to the chase, none of the color. Don't get. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what you mean, right? Yeah, black and white. Don't don't talk too much. Bottom um, line. Yep. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the men out there. We all apologize to the women when we just like. Could you please just give me the short answer, please? I like the Cliff Notes version. Sorry, God just. I mean, that's the humor in all of this, but that's some of the frustration too. Mm-hmm. Is that God created us so differently? Diane, you've got you actually. I know you didn't write all the devotionals. You said you, along with a team of a hundred ladies, wrote this devotional. Is that correct? You're exactly right. How did you choose those women? I mean, that's a lot of women. First of all, I don't know how you guys got anything accomplished because when there's a whole bunch of women together, there's a lot of talking. But how did you get this all organized? (laughs) There's a lot of energy in a room when you got 100 women working on something. No, these women are, they're passionate, faithful women that get things done. So, um, you know, at Forward Women, we've had the chance to interview over 250 women since we launched in 2011 on our website. You can get our blogs from the day we started. And so we had relationships with a lot of women um, that we've interviewed, and we reached out to all of them because they're amazing. Uh, We've got First, former First Lady Laura Bush's senior advisor in the White House for eight years, Charity Wallace. We've got the commissioner of the Salvation Army, Sharon Hudson, the former COO of Pop. Popeye, Cheryl Batchelder, a young woman that works out of her home with her her little Leighton, Katie Butler. And we just went to the 250 and said, hey, this is our project, not Diane's project, not Ford's project. You've been a part of Ford. This is our project. And we want to give you an opportunity to share your wisdom through the experiences that you've had in the workplace and how Scripture has impacted you because the wisdom of a hundred is much better than the wisdom of one. And so we just received and 
we just kept getting them coming into us, and Jordan just did a great job of putting it all together. Okay, so if it's Yay. speaking from the hearts of the women that did it, you wrote, Martha, I apologize, I interrupted okay. you. That's all right. No, I just ahead. appreciate when you're reading these, when people are looking at the actual devotional, it says who wrote it, but then it gives a little bit of, of who they are, who they work for, what their workplace is, so that um, you you can kind of connect and understand, you know, this is somebody, they know what they're talking about. They've lived, you know, they're living this out. Um, so I just, that's fun to see and find out who those people are. Well, Go ahead, Jim. But what you were saying, Diane, is that they, that you let these ladies write from their heart mm-hmm. of the things that were impacting them. And you wrote a devotional. We just Martha picked out one from page 80, which says, Time for Change. What was the Lord saying to you, and why did you write that devotional? Why don't you just introduce the devotional? In fact, it's okay if you want to read part of it. Go ahead. Well, you know, I just feel like the only thing that's guaranteed for all of us is change on earth. The only thing guaranteed on earth is change. And a lot of people have a hard time with change. And I wanted to just really reflect around change and just provide scripture that really gives you some sense of confidence during change. So that's why um, the one on page 80 was written. Okay, but I mean, this is one of those things where change is difficult. I mean, it's inevitable, but change is difficult. Change is painful. Change is one of those things that people avoid at all costs till it almost cripples them. So what was the instance that said that, I mean, why did you write about change, you personally? Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I personally, obviously, have gone through a lot of change. I mean, from, I right now have a daughter that's 26 that has been in a real deep, debilitating health condition for three years. And I mean, Mm -hmm. she was you know, a child that didn't have anything like that till she was 23. And so obviously that has affected our family in a major way and obviously her in a major way. And um, so, you know, that's something that wasn't expected. Obviously me leaving Prologis, that wasn't expected. That's a workplace change. I had a teenage son that made some very bad decisions for four years and then God redeemed him and he's now uh, actually working for the Salvation Army in Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all those those trials and times that you didn't expect, there's, there's change, and you need to be able to roll with the change and have hope and have faith through the change. And I think there's a lot of people, including myself, that change is hard. Yeah. And so that's why um, this, this was something personal to me. Mm, which is so great. So again, um, we just want to encourage people to get a copy of this um, Be Refreshed by Diane Pattison, the new devotional that's newly out. So Diane, there's so many women that are listening that really need encouragement as they enter their workplace every day. What do you see as um, the biggest struggle that they face just when they're walking into work? Yeah, I think, you know, the The key thing is to just remember God has you there for a reason. Mm. Um, And there there may be a person that needs you to just, you know, say hello and give them a real sincere look in the eye and ask them how they are. Um, Mm. It may be a really tough situation that you're actually dealing with, 
and people are watching to see how you handle that. And that can be such a great example of how Christ would handle something and for them to see that. And so I think the number one thing is just remember God has you there for a reason. And if you can keep your heart focused on what would Jesus do Mm -hmm. in this situation or how would Jesus handle this or how would Jesus interact with this person, um, uh, the effect you're going to have on people and your workplace, you will not even know until you're in heaven. That's so true. So, if you know, just reminding people that when they read a devotional in the morning, when they get their focus on Scripture and what the Lord wants for them, too, um, that is a huge way to be able to face your day. And he gives us the strength and the encouragement through Scripture if we allow it. And this is a great way for especially people to get in a habit of um, making that a priority, looking at Scripture, and then also as it applies to their work, which is where they're going to spend a majority of their day, um, they can help be reminded to keep their focus on the Lord. So I love how that all ties back together. Um, Is there just one word of encouragement that you might share um, to just all the women in the workplace and maybe even the men that are listening that they can take home and share with the, the women in their life? Yeah, I would just say when I think back on my life today, I think there is no way I could have told you that today that I would have the opportunity to be serving 120,000 women in the Mm. workplace. And some of the stories we get are unbelievable. And so I just want to encourage everybody that Boy, God does have a plan. Yeah. Read Ch- Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and just know that whatever you're in the middle of or whatever you're walking through or whatever excitement is happening in your day today, God is going to use that down the road um, in a way that when you look back, it all fits together. But at the time, you're kind of wondering, God, what are you up to right now? That's for sure. You know, I just, we're, we're almost out of time, and I'm so grateful for your time today, Diane, as we, mm-hmm. as we highlight not only the ministry of forward women, but also your brand new devotional book, Be Refreshed, A Year of Devotions for Women in the Workplace. You know, tell people, tell the ladies listening today why they should get involved in forward women groups across the country. Well, we have 123 pages of testimonials, and it is all about um, the community that they're in. Um, It's all about the confidence they gain from informal mentors, but also from their mentors in the um, Forward Mentor Program, from women who are involved in mentoring younger women or women that they can provide wisdom to. They didn't know they had value that they Mm. could provide until they did this. And the woman said, you know, I didn't know I really could provide this for Sally until I did this. And she told me, and now I want to do it again. So um, we've just seen such impact for people to really realize how God has gifted them 
in a community, in one-on-one relationships, and even in writing and sharing their story that impacts others. And we actually have one this week from Sharon Purcell in Seattle that shared her story around helping her husband recover from cancer. Wow. Um, Diane, we are so grateful for your time today, for sharing your life with us. We're so excited to to highlight the ministry of forwardwomen.org. Diane Pattison, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you, Jim and Martha. Thank you. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for for him.